Welcome to the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, your lifestyle, your career or business all the way up. That starts with your mind and your willingness to embody the most evolved and most expansive version of yourself. Each episode, I'll be diving into the topics you've been avoiding or that you didn't even know needed to be addressed. The topics that have created belief systems that have kept you stuck and that no longer serve you. I'm here to call you out on your BS so you can create a new mindset, a new vision, and ultimately a new life where you are the boss. Let's dive in. What's up and welcome back to another episode of The Boss Life with Bonds. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and today I'm talking about a topic that we come back to a lot, but I always like to add some more insight or anything that that I learn, any downloads, anything that speaks to my heart, I want to share with you guys. So today I want to talk to all my ladies out there who are feeling stuck in one situation or another. Um, this could be your physical transformation, right? Um, you're not reaching the results that you wanted to reach. This could be your life goals, right? Like there's, there's something that you've been, you feel like you're running in the hamster wheel. You feel like you're in the same space that you were uh, your entire life. And just to give you a quick preview of what I told my clients this morning um, in the, the mind and body fitness community, I hop on while I'm doing my morning walk and I'm listening to podcasts. So I'm like hella hype. I'm also hella in my masculine energy. So I'm just like spitting like, you know, all that energy that's coming in, it's just going right to them. And I talked about the, the power of process and the strength of structure and how we're not fully utilizing these things to our advantage. And how, um, I was like, even though you're in this community, yeah, I've given you a fitness plan. If you're a life coaching client, we have a program that I am following through with like little landmarks to let me know that like the, the transformation, the mindset shifts, that those things are taking place. So it's great that we have the structure and it's great that we have the planning in place. But one of the things that a lot of people skip out on would be like the micro planning, right? Like we have the big micro goal that we're trying to reach, but nowhere in there do we have the, the steps to, to, to make sure that it happens. And depending on which um, method of teaching you you tend to lean towards, like if you're super heavy into the feminine energy, manifesting, spirituality, that sort of thing, we're going to say stuff like don't focus on the how. And I'm here on that. And the only reason why I'm so big on don't focus on the how is because you're a human being, right? You're, you're a spiritual being having a very human experience. And unless you're tuned in and tapped in and connected to source, like at all times, and most of us aren't, um, you're not going to know every step of the way. And God will reveal things to you. The universe will reveal the next step but like for you to just see okay so I get to become the first female president of the United States and I did it because in 2020 I did this and that led to this and then I had to say yes to that and then I had to say no to that and then I stayed here for a long time and it sucked and it hurt but I knew so I waited out and then like that's not how that's not that's not how that's going to work like it's not going to be revealed to you step by step so um when it comes to um, just setting the goal and not focusing on the how, that's what we mean by it. We don't mean don't have a plan, okay? That's where a lot of us kind of fall off. So for example, to make this a very tangible conversation, I told the ladies, I was like, if you're in my six-week challenge and we're in week five of the six-week challenge and the only intention that you set for this challenge was to sign up, well, you have already done yourself a disservice because yes, it is a big step for you to join it and I'm proud of you. Hi, hello, I love you, high five. 
However, if when you signed up, there was no preparation for it, if when you signed up for the six week challenge, you weren't like, okay, so I'm gonna have to do this many workouts and it says here that she wants me to track food and it says here that I need to drink this much water and it says here that I need to get this much steps in. If you looked at your plan that was given to you and decided that you were not going to make space in your life for these things to actually happen, you didn't really set, you didn't start, you didn't set yourself up for success. Okay, this whole like, oh, don't focus on the how. It doesn't mean don't plan. It means don't stress on the how. So when I hear things like don't focus on the how, like, for example, if I said like I've set some really big goals for myself and and instead of looking at God like, well, how the heck am I going to get there? He's like, you just keep your eye on what you want. And as you start to say yes and you start to walk in alignment, you'll know which step to take. Those opportunities will be presented to you. Don't stress about them. They'll come when it's time. That's what we mean by don't focus on the how, not don't freaking plan. And so too often I see women that will come through the programs and be like, all right, it took me so much mental strength and courage to to say yes to the program and to, to put my money where my mouth is and to commit, but that's it. I'm in here now. I mean, the rest is magic, right? You got me, Coach Bond. You're going to make me work out. You got me, right? This, no, that's not how that works. And that's why we do ourselves a disservice when we when we neglect to pay attention to the steps that it takes to get there. And a lot of another thing, and this is nothing about what I want to talk about today. I don't know how I got here. Great, good God, good job, guys. Y'all got me distracted. But um, but but um, and now I've lost that whole train of thought. But when we don't set ourselves up for success, when we don't create the space in our lives so that this new change that needs to happen can happen, we screw ourselves over. You know your kids like to stay up late. So if you haven't made the decision in your head that now that I'm starting this workout journey, I'm going to put my kids to bed later, that's on you. That's not the kid's fault, sweetheart, okay? If you know that when you get home from work, you are dead and you just collapse on the couch and you have no energy, right? It is a disservice for you to be like, oh, well, I signed up for this, the gym, I signed up for this fitness program. But instead of thinking like, okay, instead of being on the couch watching TV at night, that's probably going to have to be my workout time. Or instead of thinking, okay, I need to wake up earlier so that I can start working out. If you don't do those things, you don't put those things in place, like you set your own self up. It's not that you tried everything. Because I'm going to be real with you. You didn't try shit. Okay, that's like that's half ass effort. And I've gotten so far off track. This is not about uh, why you're stuck. I promise this is going to be way more of a feminine talk than a, a, a tough love Tuesday. I promise you I'm going to get to there now. Um, so let's backtrack a little bit. All right. <laughs> let's backtrack. So this weekend, um, one of my, I, I actually met her in my fitness, my, my former fitness coaches group. Um, she was a fellow client and um, me and her kind of clicked right off the bat, thought she was a cool lady. She was very motivated, very like um, just no BS, no, no excuses. And I was like, I love your energy. Let's be friends. Right. Um, and then she followed me closely, loved what I talked about. And when uh, she found out I was a life coach, she's like, oh, wow, cool. Like she started paying a little bit more attention to the same things that I um, that I the content. And then when she saw that I was creating the program called the Boss Life Blueprint, she was like, oh, first it started with exponential abundance. And we will be doing that again in January, guys. First week of January, I believe, is when we'll launch the um, the three day workshop to teach you how to get into alignment, how to create a a very compelling vision and focus for your future, how to make a vision board that actually works and how you can actually manifest these things into being. So that is happening. She did that workshop and it was like, there's more. And I was like, fuck yes, there's more. We were just scratching the surface. And so she signed up for the Boss Life Blueprint and she was one of the three, well, there's several people that got amazing results, but she's one of the three whose life has just completely like been revolutionized by the things that were in there. 
badass lady. And so she lives in Tennessee. I live in Florida. Uh, Florida is about as big as Tennessee to, to Georgia and then some. So we met halfway in Panama City Beach this weekend. And it was literally everything that I needed and then some. Um, it was time off away from work where I was not really like, Faking time off, I literally like was not responding to clients, was not responding to anything that had to do with work. Why is one of my phones making this noise? Does anyone know what just happened? No, it was weird. Okay, so um, huh. um, I remember even during the during our time together at the beach this weekend, she started talking to me about her fitness plan because I still work with her for fitness, and she was like, "Yeah, I want to do this and da da da," and I was naming off the things that I need to add to her plan, and I went to go grab my phone and I stopped. I was like, "It's fucking Sunday." I was like, "No." Tell me about this shit when you book your, your monthly coaching call, your client call, and we can look at your plan. I'm not doing that shit. So it was a really great time for me to actually not work. And that doesn't happen often. And the reason for that, which is completely out of alignment with who I am. And for those of you that have been following from the beginning, uh, you joined recently, whatever, um, the version of me that you have seen from about, let's say, April to October, that was not, that was not me. Okay, that was me going through a metamorphosis. That was me going through shedding layers and layers of, of, of pain that I didn't know was still there. That was me going through and getting even deeper into the shadow work than I had even let on like than what I teach my clients. Um, that was me learning to, to stand on my own two feet and get crystal clear about what I want for myself, for my brand, for my business, for my company, for my legacy. That was me fighting for my own beliefs in a world, it was almost like a, a container that 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 the universe, that God had placed me in to kind of like, you know, like how they say, you know, the pressure creates diamonds and like, you know, going through the furnace like that this year from like the, when Boss Life Blueprint ended in March, from the time that container ended, so April to October, I, I was just in a in a series of situations that were going to test whether I really believe what I what I say, you know, whether all this manifestation, all this spirit, all this alignment, all this stuff, whether I really believe it, um, or whether I'm just gonna try to do what everybody else is doing because I don't believe in my what I say I believe in, and most of all that I don't believe in myself. And so before I start, I want to preface it with this, that the majority of women, why we feel stuck in our jobs and our relationships and our bodies and our all of these things is not because, uh, well, for those two things I just mentioned, um, we don't really believe what we say. We believe that you should have a healthy lifestyle and change your life, but your actions aren't showing that, right? You believe that you could run your own business or that you were called to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You say it, but you don't really believe it or you don't believe in yourself enough to follow through with those things. Those are the reasons why any of us get stuck. Um, and anything under anything smaller than that will fall underneath any of those categories. Like if you give me a reason like, oh, well, what about this? I'm sure I could plug it into one of those things. You don't really believe in what you say you believe in or you don't believe in yourself enough to actually follow through with it. So if you say God is your provider, but yet you're afraid to take a, a chance, this is... Oh my God, I'm gonna set somebody free today. You say that you believe in God, but yet when it's time to like invest or do something for your future, for your business, for your body, for your brand, you're afraid to let go of money because deep down inside, you don't really believe that God's your provider. You think you're your provider and you think that you're not gonna be able to make the money back. That's why you get stuck. The things that you say that you believe in, you don't really believe them. If you really believe that God was your source of energy, that God was your source of strength and your provision, shit, hold on. <laughs> I don't know how that always happens. I honestly don't need the headphones as much because I can hear myself pretty well because I'm so loud, but whatever. 
I want to hear how much sound I'm making in that microphone breathing heavy and like sneezing and whatnot. So going back to the, the why you're stuck is because one, you either say that you believe in something, but you don't really believe in it. And I see this happen a lot with people, especially new clients. They'll come into the group and they're all hyped and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe in your methods, a weight loss coach wanting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe women should lift weights, but then like they don't do it. Right. So it's just, it's that like there's a cognitive dissonance between what you say that you believe in and what you actually do. And then also you just not really believing in yourself. That's all it boils down to. And so this year, if you have watched me, this was this was like a very rough, rough six months, but I made it out and I believe in my, what I say I believe in a thousand times more. And I believe in myself way more than I ever have in my entire life. So it was worth it. And I'm going to tell you um, three reasons why you may feel stuck and what can be done about them. OK, so if you watch my story, I, I kind of like alluded to it this morning and I made a post about it. But I'm going live because I know not everybody reads. Um, they don't they don't write don't be read no more. So number one, the reason why you feel stuck where you're at is because you are cut off from your intuition. The last several podcasts from last week, we're talking about intuition and um, I teach more about what intuition is inside my one-on-one -on -one coaching container, Boss Life Blueprint and Girl Get Your Life Level 2, but I'm going to keep it very superficial for this purpose. Your intuition as a female is within your body, okay? Your body speaks to you. And if you don't believe me, if you don't believe that your body is this powerful agent of change, it literally can change and rearrange itself to create another life. Okay, one of your divine feminine attributes, one of your divine feminine giftings or superpowers is this creative power within the womb. And so when you feel stuff and it's like, oh, my gut feeling, like that's not woo-woo BS, like it's real, like that's how God chose to communicate to you, right? And so when we don't know what our body is saying to us, when we're unable to decipher the different feelings that it has sent to us, the reason why most women either don't feel their intuition, don't hear it, or um, just don't even know what that gut feeling was is because you have made it a habit of ignoring your body every other way. We ignore, like at my job where I needed to go to the bathroom often and I wasn't allowed to, I had to tell my bladder, hey, you can't pee right now because the, the, the restaurant's too busy and they don't have, you can't leave the floor. When I, I didn't track my period for the longest because I just hated having it. So it was kind of like me telling my body, this piece of you, this thing that you do on a regular to keep me functioning properly as a female, I don't like it. And so I'm going to ignore it. And so when it comes around, whatever, fine, but I'm not going to prep for it. I'm not going to, you know, like I, I literally used to ignore my period. Like I, I hated it. I wouldn't take, you know, like it's just this weird relationship. Hunger cues. You'd be surprised how like, this is why I teach life and fitness coaching together, like spiritual mindset coaching and life coaching and fitness, they all go hand in hand, right? This is the holo the holistic method uh, to weight loss, the holistic method to fitness coaching that we do at Mind and Body Fitness. And when you have shut down your hunger cues, meaning you don't know when you're hungry anymore, right? Oh, I get this a lot. Women are like, I don't know why I'm gaining weight or why I can't lose weight. I don't eat a lot. Well, you have, you have literally turned your back on your body. You don't eat a lot because you, oh, I'm not hungry. You're not hungry because you have taught your body not to be hungry. Your body used to tell you it was hungry. It used to tell you it was starving. But because year after week after week, month after month, you have decided that you didn't need to feed it when it was hungry. It learned, well, what's the point? She's not going to feed us anyways. Okay. You have cut yourself off from your body. If you, I used to be a cry. I, I am still a crier. I cry very easily. And if you have taught yourself that you don't cry, you can't be sad, or you don't let yourself feel your emotions because somebody, maybe some man told you that you're weak if you're emotional. 
Oh, we love it when there's like little toothpaste and extra lip in our lips. That's sexy. Um, but if you have been taught that you can't be emotional because it makes you weak. So you told your body, there is this feeling. There's this overwhelming feeling that I have, but I can't feel it because then I will be weak. You've taught your body that what it feels is wrong. And so you don't listen to it. So little things like this done over time have taught your body that, hey, she doesn't want to listen. So what's the point in telling her, hey, you really need to do this or hey, don't do this because she doesn't listen to anything that we tell her anyways. So if you're wondering why you don't have that intuitive knowing, if you're wondering why you don't trust yourself, it's because you have shown your, you have done a a very fine job of showing your body that you're not trustworthy, that you don't care about her, that, that you, she can't trust you to communicate. Think of your body and you. Even though you're all one, I want you to think of like if you were in a, like if your soul and your mind um, and your body were a separate entity, like you and your significant other, right? And your significant other has been trying to tell you, hey, babe, I'm hungry. And you're like, you're fine. You're fine, hon. Let's keep driving, right? Like on a road trip. And your, your significant other, hey, babe, can we pull over? I need to pee. You're fine. You're fine. You don't need to pee. Okay. Well, babe, I'm, can you talk to me? I'm kind of lonely. I'm kind of sad. Can you spend some time with me? You're fine. You're fine, babe. Shut up. Turned up the radio. This is essentially what we do to ourselves when we deny ourselves of the things that we need. Your body's screaming for more rest, right? Your body's tired, but because you people please, you continue to stay out and go out with your friends because you want to feel loved and you want to hang out with them. I've done that. This is stories from my life. Your body wants more sleep, but instead you say yes to every single event that you can at church to volunteer because you're afraid that if you don't serve, then people won't love you. And what message are you communicating to yourself? You are communicating to yourself that what other people want is more important than what my body needs. So it's only going to take so long before your body has learned that she does not love us enough to take care of us. She does not love us enough to communicate with us. She does not love us enough to stop and give us the rest, the water, the food, the exercise, the whatever it needs. We're not going to get it because she doesn't give it to us. So if you're wondering why you feel cut off from your intuition, it's because your body tries to communicate with you, but because you have cut off your body's signals, it can't feel it and it can't perceive it. So that's number one, why you feel stuck. You feel stuck because you are cut off to the very lifeline that God created for you to connect with him, right? We can connect through prayer. We can connect through reading the Bible. I connect through meditation. Like there's so many different ways that we as humans can connect with our creator. But for women specifically, like that is something that he does. I, I had this... um kind of like petty but funny thought in my head. I'm going to make a shirt of it somehow. Where And it was really helping me step into my feminine and own it. And it was this, okay? When you look at the, the if you ever, if you Google, and I encourage you to do today, um, I have worksheets like this. I just, I don't think they're on my social media. They're on my Coach Bonds page. They are. Um, and there's like a comparison between masculine energy and feminine energy, like the, the healthy kind, right? And for the, the ma- and I talk about this all the time, right? And the, the healthy masculine looks like, you know, organized, logical, um, Rational, planned, structured, confident, um, like just like, you know, all these really cool things, but usually it has to do about like rational and like fact-based, right? Facts, not emotions. And you go over to the women's side and it's like intuitive, sensual, sexual, nurturing, caring, artistic, playful, um, all these really cool things that, if you notice, are also the things that society has told us aren't very valuable. Like when they start cutting things like art class and music class and PE. Yes, men do all of those things, um, and women also do the things that are on the men's list, but if you slow down, you'll notice how the things that are inherently attributes of the divine feminine, those have been made to feel less than over 
over the course of history, right? And so I thought it was just so funny how like men will be like, oh, well, women aren't as smart as us, you know, like we're smarter, like we're doctors, we're engineers, we're lawyers, we build planes and trains, like, or whatever kind of like petty, dumbass, basic ass argument somebody who is, is, is basic would say to a woman, right? And I'm like, okay, so y'all, y'all got to read all these cool books, you got to research, you do all this, and this makes you smarter than us? Cool story. My body lets me know whether I get to make a decision or not. My body tells me, God tells me directly whether I move forward or not. You got to go to school and get a degree. You got to do all this stuff when women can literally go get jobs being intuitive uh, mediums, being doulas and doing things that come from a, just an inner knowing and a, and a an inherent, um, is inherent the word that I'm looking for? It is now. Um, just us being who we are created to be. Like we don't have to add anything to it. It's just there. How cool is that? And that's not me saying that men aren't as smart or, or men aren't as good as us. I'm just saying like the next time that a man tries to tell you that you're not as smart as them, let them know like my body lets me like I can go stand out in nature and come back with years worth of revelations that like you probably have to go to school and study and God just put it within me. Just saying. Next point. Okay. Number two, reason why you feel stuck. You don't spend enough quality time with yourself. So again, I'm going to take the analogy of you being with a significant other. And let's say the spice has died in the relationship, right? Like you guys aren't having sex like you used to. You don't cuddle. You're not attracted to him. He's not attracted to you. You guys aren't having fun with each other. It just feels stuck. Like it's not getting any better. Like you're not going to maybe go for a crazy vacation this year or, you know, like nothing. It just feels stagnant. And it's probably because you don't spend quality time with each other. And quality time doesn't mean that we are just in each other's presence watching TV on the phone quality time doesn't mean that yes we are both existing in the same room where we both happen to be consuming a meal quality time means quality so you may have a lot of quantity time with them but if it's not quality it's not quite the same and the same goes for and and, and the more quality time you spend with your significant other or your children or anyone else that you love uh, that that relationship is going to be significantly strengthened as opposed to the two people that just spend time in each other's presence now i'm not saying that that is not um something that could and should be done like yes spend time in each other's presence sometimes that's actually really dope like um, a girl, Lex, she manifested her dream man. Shout out to Lex. So proud of you, girl. And she was talking about how she can paint and he'll be playing his games or whatever. And he'll just look over at her and he'll just be so mesmerized by her. And they're not really talking. Um, and that, that that's a form of quality time because he's literally just soaking her in and just admiring just her beauty, her being in her creative flow. Right. How freaking hot is that? Um, and so that is quality. Um, I wouldn't say quality would be them both just sitting there on their phones, but they're still in their honeymoon stage. So everything they do right now is going to be quality. But you know the difference, right? Now flip it and think about you. I've got women who when they're at their wits end and they're like ready to give up and we hop on a call or we're going back and forth and I'm coaching them and they're like, I don't know what to do or I'm just, I feel stuck. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want. I don't know what needs to change, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, well, what do you like to do? And their answer is like, well, I don't know what I like to do. I'm like, well, can you go like spend time at a park by yourself? Can you go? And they just, nothing sounds fun to them, right? It's almost like the food situation. Nothing sounds good. I don't want to eat anything, right? Nothing sounds good to them. And the reason why so many women don't know who they are, especially post-child and post-caregiver, um, they don't know what they like. They don't know what to do for fun. They don't know what lights them up inside. They don't know, like they don't, they are so cut off from themselves because the first point, right? They're cut off from their body. They don't even know their body, but they're also cut off from like their being, like who they are because they don't spend time with themselves. 
So many women have told me they don't like being alone because they're afraid of what they will hear if they're alone. They're afraid of what kind of thoughts they will think about themselves if they're alone. They don't want to be alone. And I, when I was younger, was the person that was always with friends. I was a socialite. I was always staying over at somebody's house. I would literally run away from home on the weekends if I wasn't allowed to go see my friends because I really just need to be in the presence of other people because I didn't like myself, not at all, like in the least bit, like really did not like myself. And so... As I got older now, because I'm learning to fall in love with myself and just be enamored with everything that is Siobhan, that's my first name, um, I love my quality time together by myself. I love spending time in trees, like grabbing a book and a journal and headphones and just going up and sitting in a tree. I love that. I could just go sit at the beach or at a lake for hours if nobody would come interrupt me. Like, I love that shit. I love just like, I don't need to have an agenda. Like people are like, what are you gonna do on your day off? If, during quarantine, during COVID, that was one of the happiest times of my life. The first three weeks, no lie, I woke up and was just like so grateful. And I know this is going to, that hurt some people because quarantine was some of the worst times of y'all's lives. For me, it was the best time. It was one, it was like a paid vacation that I was never, ever going to get, nor would I ever even take it. So I just, I got to spend like the beginning three weeks of quarantine just with myself, exercising, laying in the pool, like slowing down and having quality time with me. And as I did that, I had time to think about what do I really want? Where do I want to be? What do I like? What feels good? What doesn't feel good? What do I want more of? What do I want less of? You don't have time to do that when you're always go, 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 tending to the kids. Go, 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 tending to the kids and the husband or the wife. Go, 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 tending to your family, your mom, your sick relative. Go, 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 working all of the time. It is impossible for you to connect to your power when everything that you do is something that is pulling power from you. I'm going to say that again. It is impossible to connect with your power and feel charged up and energized from it when everything that you do is a source that is draining your power. That's just common sense. That's like saying, um, why isn't my car running smoothly? And it's like, it runs all day long. It never shuts off. You never put gas in it and you never charge it back up. You never fuel it back up. Like it needs time. You're the same way. So you have to spend time with yourself. You think you'll be bored. I'm blown away at people that are bored. I can never, ever be bored by myself. There's always another book to read, a podcast, a webinar, something to journal, something to pray about, something to research. Like I can never get bored by myself. When people ask this in time with me, I'm like so guarded. Like this is my time. Let me see. Like Laura, love you, Laura. Laura's one of the few people that like have gotten that from me. Two straight days. Well, not even two straight days. I got there at like, you know, what like, girl, what time did I get there Saturday? like 11 a.m. Saturday and I left we left the beach at 2 p.m. Sunday but literally like I'm so guarded with my time because I love my time with myself I get recharged I get great energy I get great ideas with myself and you could too if you would slow the f down and spend some time with her and one of the last reasons why there's so many reasons why you're stuck but one of the last ones that I'm gonna harp in on is that you think everybody else has better ideas than you I'm going to take a sip of my coffee for a moment because I have been talking nonstop and see, oh, no comments and no, nobody's on here live with me today. That's so random. That never happens on a Monday. People are always usually here. Mm. Okay. One of the last reasons why you feel stuck is because you think that everybody else's ideas are better than yours. This is going to be specifically for my, um, 
actually this can go for everyone. I'm gonna give you lots of examples. Number one, let's say you feel stuck in your job, like you feel like you should be getting a promotion or you feel like you should be getting more recognition or you just feel like you're not going anywhere in this career and you're getting frustrated. One of the reasons why you may feel that way is because there are things that you've seen in your job that you could speak up on, that you have a better idea, that you have a better solution to, that you have a better understanding about how it would work better and you don't speak up on it. Why? Because you don't think that they will listen to you, hear you out, trust your ideas. You don't listen to them because you think everybody else has better ideas and you'll get shut down. Literally this morning, one of my team members, uh, she was telling me about how the, 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 some of the other, some of the other women on the team had certain feelings and they were afraid to say it to me because they don't want to disappoint me. And I keep trying to like, like let them know I'm trying to be the boss that I always wanted. Not one that is super controlling, not one that micromanages, not one that makes you feel bad and not one that makes you feel like your voice is not important and that you, you don't have a right to be heard. I don't want to be that person. But nonetheless, she's like, you know what? I will, I will, I was like, can you tell me what you want to say and then bring some suggestions so I can know what direction to go in? That would help me out a lot. I will, I would love to take all these suggestions that you guys have given to me. And if it makes sense, then I will implement it. If it's just people being butthurt, then I'm going to speak to that too. But tell me, tell me what you think. And she's like, yeah, I am um, hesitant to offer my feedback because in the past it was shot down. And that's a very real thing. And I do want to address that. I don't want to treat you guys like, um, you know, you should just be fearless no matter what and no matter what happened in the past. Uh, let's take a moment and acknowledge that you probably have spoken your piece and spoken uh, what you believe to be true and it got shot down or it got rejected or it got ignored. Um, that's very demoralizing and it, it makes you feel like, what's the point, right? I want to remind you guys that just because one person has shut you down or just because something happened in the past doesn't mean that it's always going to be like that. Never forget that. That one thing that you speak up on can make a world of a difference. Um, also, when it comes to delivering things like this, your confidence in and, and the conviction in the words that you use is going to speak volumes to whoever you're talking about or whoever you're talking to. So if you go to your boss and you're like, hi, um, I sort of had maybe possibly this idea and I was thinking, and you can say no, you know, I get it. I totally get it. If you don't say no, but like, I was thinking like, if you go in with that energy, they don't, they're not going to hear anything that you say. Cause it doesn't even sound like you're that confident about it. Right. Whereas if you come in and you're like, let's say his name is Daniel. All right, Mr. Daniel, been at this company for about two years. Thank you so much. Love my position, blah, blah, blah. Over the time, I've noticed that A, B, C, and D happens. And when A, B, and C, D happens, blah, 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 blah happens. And from my perspective and what I've seen and what I've asked around, blah, 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 this might make more sense because when you, and this might help your business, or this might help our business when you present it to people in a way that they are getting that you're not nitpicking on their ways of doing things, but hey, this is a way that we can enhance your business, your income, your baby, whatever. Now you're speaking their language. But when you come up with this super meek energy of I, um, hopefully, and I hope, maybe, yes, no, like nobody wants to hear that. Nobody's gonna take you seriously. And that's why you struggle to 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 get your your point across. And that's why you struggle to believe in yourself, because you walk up with this idea that everybody's ideas are better than yours. Um when it comes to business owners, we're afraid to speak our mind on social media and say the things that we want to say or offer the packages that we want to offer. Hello, Bonnie. Like I, I knew what I wanted to offer. I knew how I wanted to run my business, but everyone kept telling me to do it a different way or a way that works best for them or a way that historically true. All these other things, they were all great. But where did the disconnect happen? 
Well, I received a message. I received a download from God, my intuition, my, my visions, my meditation, all that. And, and I got it. Cool, cool, cool. But then over time, um, when it was put to the test, when I was put around some extremely confrontational masculine energy, or when I was put in, and, and I don't think that the people were, you know, out to get me. It's just the reality of the world that this is what I would be up against. And when I was placed in certain situations where I had to put my beliefs and my intuition to the test, I trusted them over me. I knew that building my feminine spirit-led business meant me tapping into my feminine energy. I know that I am most creative and in flow when I go to the beach often. It's not about being a party girl and getting out there and getting wasted all day long. Like, do I like beer? Yes. Do I like the sun? Yes. But it was less about me going out there and just running away from my problems and more about me grounding myself and having my feet in the sand and feeling at one with, with, with nature because when I'm out there and it's just me and the waves, like God speaks and it's like, I can heal it in my soul and I leave without a shadow of a doubt. And I've seen it happen time and time again. Even when I was a little girl, when I was in church and we would be playing worship music if, during like worship time, I would always imagine I was on this mountaintop, think sound of music. And it was me and God up there on this mountaintop. And I'm like, Julie Andrews, is that her name? And I'm up there doing like, just dancing the dance of praise and just like God's just hovering over me like his spirit. And like, I've always, always, always felt more full from being in nature. As a little girl, I used to swim in the lakes that you weren't supposed to swim in in my neighborhood. They were so gross, Bonnie, why? <laughs> because a part of me just really enjoyed being connected to nature. And so flash forward to me as an adult, and, 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 and the world telling me like, no, you need to be very professional. You need to act like a CEO. You need to not go to the beach. You need to spend all day at your computer. You need to learn how to talk like this. Rah, rah, rah. And, and because I had, you know, this, this connection back to my intuition wasn't as strong as it could have been. I had just started nurturing it. And because I hadn't seen a whole lot of women out there doing this yet. And because you see where I'm going with this, I thought everybody else's ideas are better than mine. Well, I got this far listening to my gut. I got this far going within and, and going to nature. I got this far, but maybe this person's right because they're more successful than me. And that's where it gets sticky. That's where it's like, okay, well, Bonnie, do you listen to your coach or do you listen to you know yourself? Do you listen to your intuition or do you listen to this person that God has placed in your life to tell you things? And I, there's no there's no like concrete answer for that. That that's the test of you. That is your test, literally. Like that is gonna be like the maker or breaker. And I feel like this year I let other people inside what me and God were creating and there was confusion, there was doubt, there was worry. But when I was able to step back and really like connect with God again and God asked me like, do you really believe that your success is inevitable? Do you really believe that I've called you to do this? Do you really believe that this message is gonna set women free? Do you really believe this? And I was like, yes, I do. He's like, so why are you rushing? Yes, everyone has ideas for you for what they think that you should do with your business, but do you believe what you say you believe? Do you believe that that your your tongue, your mouth has the power to speak life and death? Do you believe that as a female, your 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 innate ability to create, which means you get to create something new, not what other people have seen? Do you really believe that, body? And I was like, yes. He's like, so then you need to stick to that. If people have insight, you, you, you weigh it up against what you know to be true and what we have come out together. Now this is going to the beginning of the podcast where I talked about the structure and the plan. There's an outline. I know what direction that me and God have decided like that we're partnering up to co-create. 
And so when outside people come in and offer their opinion, instead of being confused, like, well, this isn't match what God told me, this doesn't match with my intuition, or is this right? Am I wrong? Blah, blah. Instead of overthinking it, look at the plan. Look at, is this in alignment with what I said I want to do, what I want to be, what I want to create? And if it is, then you can take what wisdom they have that aligns with that and you keep going. Everything everybody says is not for you. Everything that I say on here is not for everyone. You may be at a very beginning stage of your journey. You may be much further along and hear some of this and be like, oh, I already knew that or, oh, this doesn't make sense. Okay, tuck it in, save it for later. It might be useful. That's what I do now when people come to me with knowledge and and insight and, and stuff that may contradict what I'm working towards or just doesn't fit quite right. Instead of dropping everything that I know to be true, instead of denying my intuition and just going gung ho with what this person did, which is what I did a lot of this last year in my business. I knew what I wanted to create. I knew what God told me to do, but because I didn't trust my intuition enough and because I didn't, I thought everybody had better ideas than me, I would leave what God told me to do on the back burner and rush to do what this person who does not have my same vision and rush to do what they told me to do. And it never worked out. Never once have I like in a panic state, and I've done this multiple times, in a panic state, go and rush and invest in a coach and their methods just like completely change my business. The only times that like something like that has even remotely happened, and now I'm gonna get into human design a little bit and I gotta sign off because I gotta go get my kid from school because he's not feeling so well. Neither am I. Both of us have stomach aches today. It's really weird. But um, the only times, and this is really cool, something else that God showed me this weekend, that that when I've invested in someone and, and it really changed my business, like revolutionized it was when it was a woman. And I'm not trying to make this a sexist thing. This is God showing me like, you need to stick with the people who are intuitively led because that's how you will build your business. Every time I let a really like, um, uh, smooth, not smooth talking, but a really good like coach that's a guy that is really good with words or really good with sales or just knows their stuff and I just kind of bought into it. Um, and I made the decision on a drop of a dime almost like nine times out of 10, it did not revolutionize my business the way I thought it would. Right. On the other hand, the women, the coaches that I've hired as females, I've watched them and I've studied them for a while so that when I did get on the phone with them, even when I was scared, even when I didn't have the money, my intuition knew like this is the next step. Right. Every single time it was a woman, every single time. And I'm looking back over this past year and I'm like, not to shit on the guys, but like they have a different energy that goes into how they run businesses. It's very grind, hustle culture, very volumes, very numbers, numbers, numbers. And yes, you need to know numbers to grow. But I also know that my vision is so much bigger than how quickly can I make it to six figures. My vision is so much bigger than how quickly can I make it to say I'm a millionaire business owner. My vision is to create a legacy. My vision is to create a platform for women to grow and to to leave a legacy. So at the end of the day, do I care if I get there in six months or six years? No, because in that process, I built something that's going to outlast any record breaking month that I could brag about. And so I had to really get real. Like, I love the men that I've hired. They've done amazing things. They've given me so much insight. And um, a lot of the turmoil that I went through this year that almost broke me down, it was shit that needed to go that I wasn't going to let go of unless God let it happen like that. So I don't regret any of it. But I do know now that their methods of running a business are kind of the reason why we have the financial and um, 
occupational landscape that we have here in America, where people work themselves into the ground, where people have work anxiety, where people don't feel like they're heard, where like all of these issues, I'm so sorry, they come from that mentality. And if I'm truly going to do what God called me to do, which is to be an agent of change and change the trajectory of where we are going as a country, as where we are going as a people, with how we treat our employees, with how women are honored, with how humans are honored, then that means that I can't go and take the same model that has failed us as a society and try to imprint it into my my business that is meant to be something that is revolutionary. Does that make sense? And I know that that may not apply to you if you don't have a business or whatever, but I need you to think about your life. The very things that have not worked for you, disowning your intuition, grinding and working your body into the ground and not trusting yourself and judging yourself and comparing yourself. If those things have not created the outcome thus far that you want, don't you think it makes sense to try a different way? That's all I'm presenting to you. And that's why you're stuck because you're trying to do the same things that got you in here. You're trying to change your problem from the same level of consciousness that created it. And if you are a female and you are wanting to work on yourself um, and you think that just listening to like motivational speeches and podcasts are it, boo-boo, that's level one. I'm gonna need you to go within. I'm gonna need you to go within. I'm gonna need you to start tapping into your intuition. I'm gonna need you to go within. I'm gonna need you to start meditating. I'm gonna need you to go within. I'm gonna need you to start hanging around with other women who are on this same wave that can guide you and pull you out of this like male matrix. No male hate, but that energy that made you feel lost and confused because it wasn't how you were designed to be. That's why you feel stuck. I'm going to hop off of here now. I hope that this was a valuable podcast to you guys. Thank you so much for anyone that tuned in live. You know the deal. If you're listening to this on um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, screenshot this, post this in your story and tag me so we can you know, spread the word, spread the love, spread the wisdom, help wake other women up, help other people up from their own like mental prison that they've been stuck in. So thank you guys for tuning in. I love you so much. I believe in you. Make sure you go get your life.